But how encouraging has this been watching Dallas Keiko perform tonight? I mean, it's night and day over what we saw yep. his last start. This is another Astros podcast. And it's a 1-2-3 inning for Dallas Keiko. Well, the Astros are going to try to get some runs for him here as we go to the ninth. Marwin taps the plate with the end of the bat as he settles back in. 3-2. Swing and a miss. Struck him out on the slider, and that is the ball game. Astros fall to the Mariners by a final of 2-1. to one. Three straight losses for the Astros. They've dropped five of their last six. Hanging out in the coach's office with A.J. Hinch before the second game of this four-game series with the Mariners. With silver lining right now is Dallas Keuchel, the way he pitched last night. That was, that was Dallas Keuchel there. It was nice, and it's probably the first time this year where we've seen him be so effective at keeping the ball on the ground and dictating contact and um, being very, very efficient. You know, you look up, it's 10 or 12 pitches an inning. It's not 20 pitches an inning. Uh, his confidence was pretty high last night to throw strikes, which was uh, good to see. How nice is that for you to be able to give your bullpen a day off? You don't, I mean, you only one complete game last year and so far this one here, but everybody gets a rest. Yeah, no, it's, it, it resets things. And, you know, for the most part, our starters have been logging the innings that we expect them to um, and, and been very effective. So I think when uh, there's going to be days, you know, I don't get too high or too low, but there's going to be days that the bullpen needs to suck up a few more innings, yeah. and there's going to be days that the starters – uh, give the, the the bullpen a blow. It's uh, we have a deep pitching staff, and when when we can reset things like we did yesterday with Dallas's CG, um, it makes for for a better uh, collection of relievers moving forward. Having been a long reliever a little bit, I always think about Colin McHugh. I mean, are you trying to get him in there as soon as possible? Yeah, no. I mean, I've got to use him when I have to use him. I don't I don't get to kind of dictate um, you know the game situation. There's probably a spot or two that it's not even a long relief type situation that he could be utilized in. With a couple of the matchups, but you don't uh, get in a situation where a guy hasn't pitched in four or five days, though, to think that you want to get keep him sharp. I mean, I wouldn't mind getting him in there, but I can't dictate the game. I mean, okay. I'm not going to lose a game over over forcing somebody in there if he's okay. not the right matchup. So it's um, obviously I'd like it to map out that way, but I, I won't force it. Ichiro Suzuki, you and I were toiling around when he he showed up uh, on the major league spotlight. What do you remember most about him when he came out? Uh, just the electrifying atmosphere when he would come up yeah. to bat when he would you know when you'd come to Seattle or they would come to you that the the following was immense and and the the electricity that was involved when whenever he was uh you know in the game or when he would come up to bat um, obviously the high end speed I remember when you hit if he had a two hopper to shortstop he was safe and so that type of pressure you just don't see very often yeah. but it was um it was it's, it's a show all the time he's a he's an incredible bat to ball uh, skilled hitter, and, and he's still going strong at this age. Tell me this. Is, was he a little bit ahead of his time as far as trying to get on the trajectory of the pitch and stay in the zone a long time? I mean, he's got a little bit of the traditional Japanese style, which uh, is get on plane and, and, and spray the ball all over the place. And what a lot of people don't know is he could win a lot of home run hitting contests because he, oh, yeah. he can hit the ball a long way. He's yeah. very strong, kind of wiry strength. But um, he, he was just a very skilled and still is a very skilled hitter to where – you feel like he could hit where the defense isn't. Very similar to Jose Altuve, where he, he found ways to get hits in, in, mm-hmm. in different ways and just a really tough out. Lance McCullers had a rough one his last time. What do you need to see from him? Is it is incorporating all of his pitches, is that the biggest thing? I think it's more about just being efficient, very similar to Dallas last night. When okay. If he can pitch uh, to the plate, he, he he's, a, he's an aggressor. He needs to pitch to his strengths, which is going to be a lot of breaking balls. 
this is a, a, a lineup that he's going to face that's susceptible to the spin. Okay. Um, if he can get ahead and, 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 and just pitch one pitch at a time, not try to punch the guy out before he has two strikes, not um, maybe throw perfect pitches early in the count, but be an aggressor in the strike zone to get these guys swinging. Uh, as we've seen last time, we'll play good defense. We This is a ballpark that, when the, especially when it's cold, the ball's not going to fly. Yeah. Um, so, so, so strike to your friend. All right, A.J. Hinch, tear him up tonight. You got it. Thank you. Back with more Astro Launch right after this. The Houston Astros Radio Network. 3-1. And Springer drills this one pretty deep to left center field. And you can kiss that one goodbye. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks. This is big boy baseball. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Max Stassi, Astros catcher. And you caught Dallas Keuchel yesterday, a complete game. Unfortunately, a loss for Keuchel and for, for the Astros. But, uh... Uh, really impressive what, what Keiko was able to do last night. Absolutely, you know it was it was amazing to to see him work out there. You know he had command of, you know all four pitches and and uh, that's a Dallas we all know. You know this is a game of you know adjustments and you know he's made those adjustments and and uh, I couldn't be happier for him. You know he he executed his his uh, his pitches and that's a Dallas we all know right there. Now I know you didn't catch him the start before in Minnesota last Tuesday when he struggled a little bit, uh, four walks, didn't make it past four innings. Uh, but from what you could see, what was different for him last night compared to that outing in Minnesota? I'd say the ability to locate all his pitches, you know, mm-hmm. when he wanted to. You know, and our game plan, we had a pretty good game plan going into yesterday, and, and uh, he, uh, he, was just, he was just locating. You know, like I said, that's the Dallas we all know, and, and uh, you know, it's a game adjustment. Sometimes some things can get just a little bit out of whack, and, and uh, he's the most prepared pitcher, I think, that, you know, one of them that I've ever seen. So his ability to to make those adjustments and then um, incorporate those in the game was great to see. You get to see the Mariners a lot, and a lot of these hitters you're, you're pretty familiar with, obviously. Uh, so it's a little different, I guess, preparing for a divisional opponent. But take us through a normal day for you in terms of preparation, even if you're not starting. You're in a lot of times in those meetings with Brian McCann and whoever the starting pitcher is, right, going over scouting reports? Absolutely. You know, I'm always uh, I'm always in the video room. You know, mm-hmm. I'm there and with, with BMAC just talking shop. Hey, what do you got on this? What do you got on that? What do you got on this pitch? Him and I have a have a really good relationship, and you know he's like a he's like a big brother to me. I tell him, hey, if you see anything, you let me know. You know, game calling, throwing, anything. Like, don't don't hold back, and and uh, just learning from him and and uh, studying these guys. You know, the video stuff we have here is pretty incredible. You know, so take advantage of that to give our uh, pitchers the best chance. You first got to the big leagues with the Astros in 2013 in September. Uh, and you've been in the big leagues at least for a little bit of time every year since then. When you think back to 2013 and think to now, what do you think is the biggest improvement in your game defensively? I would say kind of a little bit of everything. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, It's not really one thing. I'd say my receiving, my throwing, and my blocking have all mm-hmm. improved. As a catcher, I feel like that's like a never-ending process because things can come and go, and, and uh, always trying to be – be better and, and more prepared in, in every types of situation with runners on, with nobody on, with your glove positioning to uh, look at all the stuff and put it all together. I know we've noticed from up in the booth your, your pitch framing and, and how good that has been. And how good does it feel when you know that you quote unquote stole a strike for, for your pitcher? Yeah, I'm not really necessarily back there trying to steal strikes. I'm trying to yeah. just present them where they are and. Uh, it's it's something that that I take a, a lot of pride in. You know, I spend a lot of time in the off season looking at video, studying some of the best uh, pitch framers in the game, 
seeing what they do, what I don't do, what I do good, just to try to have a good blend of, of uh, you know, everything back there to, to present a, a strike a strike and, and uh, you know, a ball that's close, present that as best as possible. Max Dassey, thanks so much for joining us and uh, continued success the rest of the year. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network.